up, everybody? Welcome to Neighborly Discourse. This is Billy. Hope you guys are having a good day, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening. It is Friday. Hope you guys have a good weekend upcoming. So I'm going to jump in here. Now, I have some things I want to talk about. Now, we'll get to it with Steve. We'll get to it with the old man. But uh, some things I want to talk about. Yeah, the same-sex marriage, I think, was approved or something along those lines. Um, I've not read too much into it, but I saw a lot of stuff about the same-sex marriage. I just saw Kyler Murray sign a 200-and-something million-dollar contract for the Arizona Cardinals. I do not see how that's even possible, but... The reason we are not going to talk about those things is we're going to give a dry run here to our wheel of topics. Our goal, one, producer-wise, easy editing for video, is we spin this wheel 15 minutes per topic, and it's easy to set up into 15-minute topics, 15-minute videos on YouTube on Rumble. The podcast will flow through 45 minutes to an hour like usual. Editing-wise, it'll be a lot simpler, topic-specific, and then people listening. You know if you want to hear sports, if we happen to land on sports, you know when, when, you know when you're going to get it. So my thing is, is two things. Do we spin it as we go or we spin it all in the beginning? Because one of the topics on here is a 2x topic, two times topic. So we have... Three spins, 15 minutes each, 45 minutes. We'll give enough for an intro, enough for an outro, finer thought, all that stuff. But we spin all three. If you happen to land on the two-time topic, you spin one more for a total of four. But you have three topics plus the the two-times topic. And you pick one of those and you get 30 minutes. So we'll probably do three topics up front, make a note of it, set a timer 15 minutes and go from there. So we'll give it a dry run. We'll get our topics are as follows: TV, movies, entertainment. But you know, there's it was too long, too big of a word to write entertainment. So TV, movies, open topics, two times the topic. We talk about it double the amount of time. Social media, politics. The computer's in the way. Uh, let's let's run this again. TV, movies, or entertainment. Open topic, double your topic. Again, talk about it two times, whichever you land on. Social media, which is where I just go through Twitter, Instagram, see what people are talking about. Politics in general, sports in general, life in general, religion, family, and then local. Local is Florida, local is neighborhood. You know, my neighbor did this. You know, kind of like some closeness type stuff. So we're going to run this three times. We'll do all three right now. We'll keep a list of it. That's another thing. i got to keep a list of it. So i got to write this stuff down. Luckily, i got my little notepad here. This is episode 91. And we're going to run these three topics, 15 minutes each. Oh, man, I'm down to my last, my last paper here, my notepad, where I keep my notes for the episode descriptions. So episode 91. I'm going to write a one, two, three... And here we go. Topic one is family. All right. Topic two, spin it again. Sports. Okay, we'll get to Kyler Murray. Number three. Life. So family, sports, and life. All right, family. 15 minutes. Let me get my timer here on the phone. And we're going to give this, you know, we'll give this a shot and see. Again, the the podcast will flow like it normally flows, the the audio. You know, we'll do our thing that way. This This is to help with editing for videos. If we go back to doing audio clips, you know where to start. If you get a 15 minute segment, you know, You'll know the first one, again, this episode, first up is family, 15 minutes from when I say go. Then we're going to jump to sports, 15 minutes, and then life, jump to that for 15 minutes. So we got 15 minutes here on the timer. 
And we're talking family. Go. So, those of you who are part of my family, those of you who have listened in the past, know that July of 2020, two years ago, I received an email on this Ancestry.com and found out that my mother had a half-sister out there. Let that sink in for a second. This lady showed up on my on my um, ancestry with how you know however they measured uh, I can't think what the word is BTU something like that you know whatever acronym they use or abbreviations they use but this lady was nine hundred we'll say my mother's on there she's like two thousand my nephew's on there he's like one thousand. Another aunt on there, she was like 990. And then this lady was on there, 900. And I'm thinking to myself, this, this person who I've never met in my life is as close to me as my other family members who I know to be family members. And so that being said, July 20th, I saw my mother's calendar yesterday. We call it Vicky Day. We, I found out we had a long lost relative out there spoke to her myself asked amy say yo i I gotta call this lady she's gonna call me we're gonna talk you know very soft sounding voice and we spoke about this like she had done some serious research like she was telling me members of my family my grandfather's you know brothers sisters cousins things that she apparently had been researching for a while you know a friend of hers had gotten again go look i think it's uh it's a 10 minutes with Billy. This is about last year, around this time last year, uh, August, I believe, last year maybe, or Thanksgiving, can't remember. But it was uh, 10 minutes with Billy. My mom and her, my Aunt Vicky, were in here, and uh, we, we talked about it. But a friend of hers got her a 23andMe as not a gag gift, but just like, you know, a regular, a regular gift for Christmas or whatnot. She did it and found out she was Italian. And had, you know, knew, you know, knew her family background and did not know Italian was in it. Now, her mom didn't cheat, like a single mom. She had a stepdad, you know, normal stuff. But she's like, oh, I didn't know I was Italian. So she started looking into it, looking into it. And come to find out, she is a half-sister to my mother. And we talked, and I let her know, you know, hey, listen, I'm not speaking ill of my other family members. They're all cool. But if my mom says go, you're good. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of how it goes. And me personally, you know, I've stayed on before. I'm not overly dramatic, not overly, oh, my God. But it was, it was weird. It was one of the very few times I didn't know what to say when I told my mom. I'm more of these rip the Band-Aid off of the chips fall where they may people. You know, any cliche you want to throw out there. But I was like, yo, I have, I have something to tell you. I don't know how to say it. So I was like, listen, see these numbers. You, you know Malik. You know Judy. You know you. You know me. See how all, all of our numbers are the same as I was showing her the ancestry? She's like, yeah, I see that. We well, see this lady, how her numbers are the exact same as these people? She's like, yeah. Well, she could be your, your aunt, except for she's not. She's 10 years younger than you are. She could be your niece or nephew. But she's not. She's 10 years younger than you. You know all your nieces and nephew. And like step-grandparent or something. Or the only other thing was she could be your half-sister. And my mom was completely like, huh? What are you talking about? So I kind of went that route. And I have it on video. It's kind of funny. But my mother is one of these people that you know in your life that, oh, it had to have happened to her. Like, that's her. You know, if, if what could happen should happen, Murphy's Law, like, that's my mom. You know what I mean? Like, the joke is anyway. So, obviously, of course, it's her who would have the half-sister out there. So, eventually told her. She was freaking out. She had no idea what was going on, you know. Eventually, they got the talk in. She, she, this was 2020 again. Yeah, right in the middle of COVID. She flew down from Texas, where she lives. Thanksgiving, we met her. She had Thanksgiving with us. All family was here, you know, aunts and uncles I haven't seen for a while, all met, all kind of, you know, mingled. It was pretty cool. But, you know, short story long, 
yesterday was two years that we met her, that I, that she found me or, or, or another distant person was reaching out to me on her behalf. And I talked to her and, you know, talked to her first. And then again, eventually got with my mom. My other aunt reached out to her on a FaceTime, that whole FaceTime video. This person's crying, that person's crying, all this stuff. But uh, yes, that's two years ago today. Well, on the 21st, recording on the 21st. The 20th, we found, I, you know, reached out, talked to her. 21st, they made, you know, first contact. And we've had two years. We do a, we do a family. Now, she's dubbed it Fam Jam, my Aunt Vicky. And don't hear me. Like, I don't call my aunts and uncles answer uncles. I call them by their name. But she's relatively new, so I'll, you know, I'll throw an Aunt Vicky out there from time to time. But um, we, uh, she dubbed our family vacation for the 4th of July Fam Jam. She's been the two of those. She's been here for Thanksgiving 2020, um, Fam Jam 21 and 22. We, we, you know, we go to the beach for the 4th of July. And then my 40th birthday, November 21, she was here. My sister has flown to see her at once, maybe twice. I think my mother, they went to a, a concert a couple months back. So, you know, she's legit, you know. And, I, and we had some people kind of doubting, like, you know, what do you, what do you, you know, this isn't the right thing. The numbers are probably false. And, you know, I can get some people being hesitant, but like Ancestry.com, again, it's a TV, but there's a show, Long Lost Family, where to test your DNA to validate if you're who you say you are, they send your DNA through Ancestry. So, yes, it's a TV show. But again, they use it to validate who you are. So I'm trying to explain to my mother and explain to other relatives who are, who are trying to pay attention, who are, who are kind of paying attention, that your feelings don't mean anything. How you feel about this person, about that person, would they, could they, should they, you know, it doesn't matter. The numbers, the science, say this lady is a family member. So, you know, it sucks to hear some of the stuff, oh my God, what if your your grandfather did this? Or listen, that's that's not for me to uh to concern myself with. I am a do unto others as they do unto you. You know, my sister has some we have some family members in our family, and my sister has certain opinions of them because of how they have interacted with other members of the family. I personally I do not care. It doesn't matter to me. If you are okay with me, I am okay with you. Now, again, it goes without saying, though I'll say it. You can't be a real a-hole. You can't, like, you know, you can't be a criminal, a really bad person. Can we make poor choices in life and relationships and all this stuff? Sure. I don't care. I don't condone cheating or things of that nature. But if you do it, I, it's not a concern of mine. Are you cool with me? Do you give me a high five? Do we share a beer? Do we sit down and talk sports? If you're that way with me, I'm that way with you. I don't care what you do in your personal life. And again, without goes without saying, don't be a criminal, a bad person. This way with, with, with sports, with entertainers, all this stuff. As long as you're not you know, a criminal, I don't care your personal belief, your political beliefs. It doesn't matter to me. I'm going to watch you if it finds you funny. Listen to you if it finds you entertaining, if your music is good. Family, if you're cool with me, I'm going to be cool with you. And honestly speaking, family-wise, there's a, there's a lot of brain-dead liberals I would cut out and not talk to them before I cut out a philandering aunt or uncle. You know what I mean? Like, that's how my scale would go. Your political beliefs, your stupidity in certain things would be the reason I would get you out of my life. It would not be because you had an extramarital affair or whatever the kids call it nowadays. So... You know, that being said, back to, to Vicky from Texas, you know, it's our long lost relative. You know, it's, she's super cool. My mom, they all get along, FaceTime all the time, send pictures, all these things. It was a really, really cool, interesting thing that happened. You only see it on TV. You don't think it happens to you, all that stuff. But this lady, you know, happened to find me on Ancestry and ended up being a half sister to my mother. Like it's, you know, again, for the doubters out there, you would go to Ancestry 
and you would use that to test your DNA. Now, she did this on 23andMe. She also did it on Ancestry. So she she dotted her T's and crossed her I's. You know, she she did she, you know, did her homework. She verified. So I thought that was pretty cool. So, you know, some families would be upset, some would be mad. I'm pretty sure there's people in my family who are okay with it, are not okay with it, are indifferent about it. Again, that's cool for them. You know, I couldn't care less. She's cool with me. Her husband, Brian, he's a cool guy. We get along when he comes around. Again, we talk, not talking the phone. I'm not a big talker on the phone person. Not even to my, my mom can vouch for that. She calls me. I'm like, bro, what do you want? You could text me. You know, like, you know, I'm there with my mother. So anyone else, they, they get even less of it. You know, mom comes first, everyone else, blah, 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 blah. Or, you know, immediate family anyway. But so, yeah, I mean, it's super cool out there. Like we have a long lost family member, founder. She's seen it. She's cool. My family's cool. Like it's the stuff you see on TV. No one is bitter. No one's pissed off. Those who may be honestly don't know. They're not in my circle of family. So, again, nothing I concern myself with. But she's, you know, she's been really cool. You know, the kids love her. Uh, Briella, you know, we're going to Aunt Vicky's house. We're not going to Aunt Vicky's house. She lives far away. We send FaceTime. We do FaceTime. We send videos for birthdays and stuff like that. But, again, two, uh, two years ago, July 20th, Ancestry.com, we found a family member out there. And every now and then I get an alert, you know, explore your new Ancestry, you know, uh, match out there. And it's always a second or third cousin. Okay, cool. You know, you know nice, to, you know, pleasure to make your acquaintance. But when it comes on where it lists your most close relatives and this stranger who you've never met before is right there with your nephew and your aunt who you know are your family and she's got the same numbers, it's kind of like, whoa, bro, that's something else. Like it was, it was pretty cool. And then other people, like other family members, they wanted to go do it, see what else is out there. And you got to think, it is, it is cool to find a long-lost family member, but like how are you going to feel about your parents? Is it going to change your, your view on them? I personally don't think it should. Then, then I think about Vicky, and she had made it very clear. She's not, she wasn't a lost soul. She wasn't trying to find her way through life. And, you know, she was at peace missing. Very content, very happy. Life was good, and she just happened to stumble across a new family. And and in my head, I always wonder, like, man, she she's fifty. Like my mom's in like early early sixties. Another aunt's in mid seventies. Another one is low sixties or high fifties again. So it's like, you know, you've lived your entire life fifty years, sixty years, seventy years, not knowing. And my uncle also, I think, is in seventies too. Not knowing your sister, like, could you imagine it? Like the the people you live your life with, your sister, your mother, your brother. Can you imagine not knowing they existed? Like, what relationship you have with your family now? Like, I have a relationship with my sister, my mother, my you know, Amy with her brother. Can you imagine not knowing that person for your entire life? That's the weirdest thing to me, man. It gets into my head every now and then. I'm like, man, how how can this be? You know, could you imagine? You have one life to live. That's it. No do-overs. You know what I mean? Fifty years for her before she found out she had three sisters and a brother. My aunt Vicky. Like that's like stop and think. The people you know in your life. What would your life be if you didn't know them? And one day you met them for the first time, and you had to. You know. It's, it's weird to me. And I will say this. When we did have the podcast with her last year, again, 10 Minutes with Billy, it's way back when, say last year around Thanksgiving, I would say, that when we met her, started talking to her, meeting her, there, it, it, there was no like, oh, hi, I'm Billy. Hi, I'm Vicky. Hi, I'm... It was just like, oh, my God, our flight was late. And boom, it was just conversation straight. Like there was no awkward getting to know the person. You just started talking and it was like, man, it's just like you've been out of town for a few years and you're visiting. That's what it felt like. It did not feel like this person was not part of our life. It was a very odd feeling. That, that's what it was, man. It was, it was pretty cool. So two years ago, we found a new family member. And, you know, that was our, you know, our COVID silver lining. You know, people at home doing a lot of stuff ended up, we found someone. 
So that is 15 minutes with family. Now I'm moving on to sports. Here we go. Sports, 15 minutes. Kyler Murray. All right. I, I just, I'm looking this up right now. Kyler Murray just signed a, what is he, well, like $230 million contract, I think, or something like that. $230.5 million extension in the offseason. He's the second highest paid quarterback under Aaron Rodgers. Now, a couple things here. One, we all know why Aaron Rodgers is not a winner, so to speak. He's a me, me, me guy. Teammates in him don't really see eye to eye. Throws one of the best footballs you've ever seen. Rolling out, his accuracy is unbelievable. But he has in his contract that he is to be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. So if there is someone to get a deal, he has a clause, I believe, that puts him number one. So here it is here on Thursday. Kyler Murray and the Cardinals agreed to a five-year contract extension worth a whopping $230.5 million. The deal, which includes $160 million guaranteed, gives him the second highest annual salary, $41.6 million per year, behind Aaron Rodgers, $50.3 million. Now, now um, Murray's 24, young guy. Are you paying Aaron Rodgers $50 million a year? You've no, He's only won one ring, been to, the, been to the Super Bowl twice, I believe. They just got rid of Devontae Adams. You can't keep any big-name players. People always wonder, why, hey, why can't we get Aaron Rodgers any help? The salary cap in the NFL is like low 200 millions. This guy's taking 50 million of it. And you got 52 other people on your 53-man roster to pay. I think um, practice squad counts for that. But you're giving a bunch of your money to Aaron Rodgers. That's why you can't get anybody to go with him because people want to get paid. And he takes up a good chunk. Now look at look at um, way back when uh, Baltimore. They won the Super Bowl. They think, oh, we got to give all this money to Joe Flacco. Well, what happened? You lost your defense, lost good offensive players because you had to pay Flacco at that time like $160 million. And that team fell apart. There's only In my lifetime... Again, a 40 years old, my own man, he'll probably say the same thing, maybe one other guy. In my lifetime, Peyton Manning has been the only quarterback that I've seen that makes the people around him better. And listen, since Manning is retired, I've become a Brady fan. Brady is good. Don't get, I'm not saying he's not. I'm responsible for what I say, not for what you hear. Peyton Manning makes everybody around him better. The problem is the people that Manning had around him his whole career were not that good. So when you get to the playoffs where everybody is good, you eventually lose. Brady's always had the luxury of one coach, one or two offensive coordinators, a team with one or two defensive coordinators, stacked defense across the board. That defense was, and it's the three, the, the three early Super Bowls, was defense, kicker, Brady just a game manager. And people freak out. Game manager, what are you talking about? It's not a negative thing. Being able to manage an offense, to manipulate the ball, push the ball, matriculate the ball, whatever whatever people say, down the field and score and not make bad plays, that's a very good thing. You know, he had, keep in mind, three three Super Bowls. If Vanitary doesn't kick three field goals, you don't know who Tom Brady is. You know, kicker, defense. When they came back and beat um, Atlanta a few years back, they were down by 28. Atlanta only scored, I believe, three points in the second half. Brady didn't stop them. Brady continued to do what he needed to do, drive the ball down the field, got things going for sure, could post it the first half when they were getting blown out. But the defense figured it out and shut Atlanta down. Brady gets his ring against San Diego, against Seattle, on my opinion, a bad play call, passing instead of running with Marshawn Lynch, he's not even on the sideline when the defense intercepts the ball. I mean, think about this. Three field goals, an interception on defense, Brady's not even on the field. He had to manage the game the right way to be in a position to win at the end. Against Arizona, excuse me, Atlanta, he had, he had to get it going, and he definitely did. But Peyton Manning is the only person I've seen Make I mean, bro, four, 
four coaches to the Super Bowl, two victories. These guys all got jobs elsewhere, all did nothing elsewhere after Manning. I mean, come on. So you give Kyler Murray $46 million a year. You have, you know, I mean, you, Connor, good running back last year. Is he going to be what he what he was this year? Receivers, who do you have? You have um, John Dre Hopkins. Let's see what he feels when they're throwing money around. He wants to get some because without, listen, Murray throws a good ball. He's good scrambling. He's more of a, he's not a Lamar Jackson run first passer, but he's not an Aaron Rodgers roll out, roll out, roll out, roll out, roll out, then run. He's a look for it, look for it, then run guy. So he chucks up a lot of passes where you have a guy like DeAndre Hopkins considered top three in the league catching those crazy passes. I mean, a few years back when uh, they beat Buffalo in a Hail Mary, he just chucked it up. Hopkins went up and got it. So interesting to see how that's going to play out. But defense, your defense isn't great. You fell apart last year towards the end of the season, Arizona did. Um... You know who who's to say? I I, uh, I got caught up here trying to find the stats and what for for last year. So let me see here. Let me see standings, game center. Us. This is this season. Let's go to last season. Here we go. Nope, not going. Let's see Arizona Cardinals. Let's see here. Schedule. Let me see. Yeah, uh, 2021, 22. Let me see. We're doing this year, last year. Just bring me the same thing. It doesn't piss you off when you can't get the internet to do exactly what you asked you to do. You know what I mean? Like, that's, I, I don't get it. All right, 2021 record. Here we go. Bro, it's the same thing. What the hell is going on here? That's fine. I got an app on the phone for this. I got an app for that. See, the the internet, man, it pisses me off on the computer. It doesn't give me unless unless it's me. I don't know how to, I don't know how, I don't know how to work the computer. But um, so let me look up the Cardinals here last year and see what we got. Arizona eleven and six made the playoffs. Uh, see, everything is updated to this year, so you know they're not giving much out. So eleven and six. Let me see here. Rankings, points per game eleventh, yards per game sixth, pass yards per game eighth, rush yards per game tenth, time of possession seventh, interception. That's defense. Okay, so let me see stats. So last year, Kyler Murray, three hundred thirty-three completions, four hundred eighty-one attempts. 69.2%. Not bad. Not bad. There are 30, we'll say, we'll say 3,800 yards passing, 24 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. QBR rating 100.6. So 69%, 24 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Running wise, 13 fumbles he had running. Now, I don't this doesn't show us fumbles lost. But 13 times that ball being knocked out of your hands for, for potential a possession change, that's not a good stat to have your name attached to. So this guy, is he worth is he worth $230 million? For me, no, not even close. But I don't think anybody is. The problem is people are going to pay for it. So do you want to lose your guy? You're going to have to overpay for him because someone else will. Someone else will overpay. So look at the receivers last year. Kirk, 77 receptions. Hopkins was hurt half the year, 42 receptions. No 1,000-yard receivers. So you give a guy $230 million, 46 a year, million a year. You have no 1,000-yard receivers. He had only 24 touchdowns. You know I, that's a that's a weird one for me, man. I don't I don't see why you would do that. Let me see game log stats. Let's see if we give us. All right, so he's been here 2019, 20, 21, Kyler Murray. 
a total of 70 touchdowns in three years, 34 interceptions in three years, 11,480 yards in three years, six fumbles lost in three years, 26 total fumbles. Again, potential for possession change. He lost six of them. 20 rush touchdowns, not bad. So this is the guy you gave your keys to the franchise to, pretty much. You know, I, that it's not for me. It's not for me. But again, except for Peyton Manning, I've not seen a quarterback who makes everybody around him better. And I mean everybody, defense. You have to play, like, uh, 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 what was it, a couple years, not a couple years, way back when I think New England, on fourth and, fourth and two from their, like, from their 30 or their, their 20, they went for it. Because Belichick said, if we don't score and Manning gets the ball back, we're going to lose. So this guy, Peyton Manning, made the best coach of our era do a fourth and two from inside their own 30-yard line because he knew if Manning got the ball back, it would cause a problem. There's no quarterback nowadays that'll do that. Brett Favre, not Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, if you look, there's a there's a thing I saw with Colin Coward last we talked about about Aaron Rodgers. He his he's kind of going the way of Favre towards the end of his career. In the playoffs, he's choking, ending on interceptions or bad plays. I'm not saying Kyler Murray is going to be that, but these guys aren't clutch. I need to have these guys to win. Brady's that guy because he's not going to make a bad decision. He's probably not going to throw a 70-yard bomb and get a potential touchdown, but he's not throwing a 70-yard bomb to get a potential interception. He's not going to roll, roll out, roll out, take a sack, chuck it up. He's going to just drop to a knee, live to the second down, the third down, and move the ball. He plays with his brain, Brady does. So... $230 million for Kyler Murray, 11-6 and six last year, and I was trying to see the schedule last year. They fell off towards the end of the end of the season. They didn't like they were, I think, 10 and 0 or something like that. And then they ended up being a lot worse than that, for sure. It's a, you know, it's not, I would not spend the money on that or for or any quarterback or any player, to be honest. But these guys overpay, so if you want your guy, you've got to pay for your guy. Now, that being said, I'll get to it. i got two minutes left here. Josh Allen. In my opinion, right now in the NFL, Josh Allen is the best quarterback in the NFL. And I'm not saying that as a Bills fan. I'm saying that as year after year, he's gotten better and better. Better ball security, better accuracy, more touchdowns. The team is winning more. I still haven't watched any highlights from the Kansas City-Buffalo game. I'm not, oh, but it was a good game. No, I'm sorry. We lost. It was a bad move. It pissed me off to even think about it. But for, for me, in the NFL right now, I do not see a quarterback better than Josh Allen. Buffalo needs to get him. This is his last year of his rookie deal because he's not making much money right now. You give him $50 million a year, you're going to lose some pieces. That's, that's just simple math. You pay somebody that much money, you're going to lose pieces of your overall team. You know, and I'm not, I'm not for that. And in, in NFL, this ain't baseball where one pitcher can shut everybody out and you can't hit them and it's a guaranteed win. In the NFL, you need 21 other guys, or uh, 10 other guys on offense, 20, you know, one total offense, defense, whatever, the, you know, 22, 11, you, you get what I'm saying. You need everybody. So... And I think Josh Allen does make his players better. Not anywhere close to a Peyton Manning. Not even close. And I think Josh Allen, again, best in the NFL right now. But Peyton Manning, I remember Dan Lebertard years ago, give this guy a, a, a push cart, shopping cart with mannequin arms. The, 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 the shopping cart is getting 10 touchdowns. That's how good Peyton Manning is. Now, again, Josh Allen I think is great. Only getting better in his fifth year. Let's see what happens. But he's, you know... Kyler Murray is not him. Kyler Murray, I would put, I'd put him in the top 15, but he would, but he would be 13, 14, 15 is where I would put him. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put him at, you know, top 10. Top 10, is, it's iffy, but a lot of people would. 
because he, he he's mobile. He's not a run-first guy, so he has the ability to extend plays. But I'm more of a drop-back passer guy. All right, that was our here, here, 50 minutes. Here we go. We got life. Ready? You want to talk about some life, everybody? Life. Life is the one thing you got. You got one life to live. That's it. What are you doing with it? You going to work every day? I heard something the other day. That work is a scam. You work 40 hours a week for 40 years, and you end up broke. And I was like, man, that's that's a funny saying. 40 hours a week for 40 years, and you're still broke at the end of each paycheck, the end of each month, at the end of each career. And I, I'm not getting You're not 100% broke, obviously. But it, but it gets you to think, you know, what, what are you doing? This is your one life. Are you working a crappy job? Are you happy? Is it about, like Steve, about church first and everything else second? Is it about, for I would say me, family first and everything else second? How do you live your life? Water break. You know, what are you doing? Again, I, I, had, a, I had a job where I enjoy it. And I worked with people who hated it, hated it. You spend 40, 50 hours a week at some place, you you need to like it. You don't need to love it, but you got to like it. You'll be doing it a large portion of your life. There's no rewind button. There's no going back and adjusting it. You know, so I guess, I guess life, I'm moving more towards what are you doing financially, money? You know, I'm 40 years old. I'm not rolling in dough. But I've, you know, I have investments. I have some stocks. I save. I teach my kids to save. You know, I, I look at, you know, where I work at a lot of guys, you know, that complain how much money they make, that make a lot more money than I do. And they're, they're waiting for retirement, benefits, Social Security, all these things. And listen, I'm all for it. I'm all for Social Security. You know, give it to me. Benefits. Yes, I hope I get some sort of benefits from my company. You know, now, do they have to do that? No. I'm not one of those people that believe just because I work there, the company owes me something special. They pay me in return for doing a service, for doing my job. If they ha- happen to offer benefits upon retirement, great. But I put money in my 401k. You know, I hope you guys do. Does your does your job offer a 401k? My company that I work for offers up to 6%. I put in 10%. When COVID hit and the world fell apart, I put a whole bunch more money into the stock market, into my 401k, when everything crashed down. I wasn't one of these people freaking out about COVID. I was like, oh, awesome. The world fell apart. Let me buy more stock. Because people will pull their heads out of their ass sooner, sooner than later, and I'm going to have some money. So I hope some people did that. And you have to diversify as well. All right? Something I'm looking to do is I have four stocks. They have different quarterly dividend payouts. Okay? Four stocks, different quarterly dividend payouts. So one will pay in, let me be accurate here. Let me pull up the calendar so I can tell you guys what I'm talking about. Calendar. Do, 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 do. Here we go. All right. So I have one, again, quarterly. So three, there's four quarters in a year, three, six, nine, 12. So I have one stock that pays a dividend January, April, July, and one, two, three, and November. I think that's quarterly. I think that's four times a year. One, Two, three, boom, three, boom, three, boom. I think it's November. And I have ones that pay February, May, September. No, probably February, August, December. I'm t- I'm, I, know I'm, I do not know why I'm having such a hard time reading the calendar. But I am. It's late at night here, so I guess I'm just kind of drow- drowsy. But anyway, I have... Four stocks at the moment that have a different quarterly dividend payout. So each month, one of them will pay. January, February, March, and then boom, another. Excuse me, I have three of them. I'm sorry, three of them. 
January, February, March, each one will pay. And then when April hits, the January stock, let's say it's Sears. Is Sears still around? Let's say I have Sears. They, they're going to pay 50 cents per stock in January. And they're going to pay 50 cents per stock in April. And then 50 cents per stock in July. And 50 cents per stock in October or November, whatever it is. And the next month we'll say is whatever grocery store. They're going to pay February, May, August, November. So each to each month they're going to pay. And then when their quarter comes up, I'm going to get an, another monthly payout. Now, right now my dividends reinvest into the stocks. Okay? What you should have dividend stocks and you should reinvest them into the stock. So when it drops, you know, you say you have Exxon for 50 bucks a share and it drops to 25 a share. People freak out. Oh my God, I'm losing all my money. No, you're not. When you're, when you're, when your dividend reinvests, you buy half as much more stock than you did before. So when the money goes back up, you have that much more stock. So it's not necessarily a bad thing when it drops. Now what happens to drop when you go to pull it out, it's going to be a problem. But if you're young or you're, you know, you're, you're reinvesting dividends, give it time. If it drops, you just buy more when your payout comes, when your reinvestment of your dividend comes. So again, we're talking about life. We're talking about you know, your work, your job. Set up your 401k. Put in your, the max that you can put. Put in more. Pay yourself first. Okay, like it, it's silly to not have that set up. You know, again, I would love my company to give me um, benefits when I retire, the government, Social Security when I retire. But I find that those who depend on others are often left disappointed. So I would love the assistance, the help from my company, the assistance and the help from my government when the time comes. But I, I think I'd be a fool to de be dependent on them solely. So do it now while you're young, while your kids are young. Set them up with something. Nothing crazy. One or two stocks with high dividends that reinvest. You know, I have a friend, uh, you know, he, want, he wants to buy Tesla. Why do you want to buy Tesla? It's already, you know, I think it will drop the other day. No, it was Amazon. Amazon was up in the thousands. It's split. Now it's down in the low hundreds. If it gets back up to the thousands and you, and you buy 10 shares, you know, at 150 bucks, you get, you know, six, seven, eight shares. You'll make some money, but you won't make a lot. You, you don't want to buy a stock that's already at its peak or, or it's making $100, $200 a share. And the best it can do is 100 and let's say you have, you have a stock, $100. And the best it could probably do is 120 But you But it's because of 100 bucks. You can't afford to buy that many that much that many shares of it, so your potential to make money is slim. Now you have a stock that says it's fifty bucks a share that can potentially get up to seventy five dollars a share, but also has a yield a dividend yield of like six percent, so it's probably giving you twenty five cents to forty five cents per share. That's what you want to buy, because if it's at fifty and has a potential to go to twenty five, that's good. But you're also getting a good dividend return. Those are the ones you want to invest in. Again, quarterly. Three of them that have different quarterly payouts. So every month you will get a dividend check when you get older. Change it from reinvesting to a check and you pay yourself. I hope that's coming across clearly. I didn't really want to go to stocks. We're talking about life. But I'm talking about work and money and it just kind of popped into my head. Take care of yourself. And again, diversify. If you're lucky enough to have money or partner with someone for real estate, give it a shot. Right now, it's crazy expensive. Again, Steve's house, it's, it's, uh, it was for sale across the street. Then to the for sale sign down, I'm able to put it back up. I would love to buy that house and rent it out, but not for five, dollars $600,000. I don't think it's ever going to drop down to two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars $300,000 again. But five, six hundred? No way, bro. I'll put all that money I have, if I have it, into the stock market. You know, you have gold, silver, palladium, platinum, you know, precious metals. Grab a couple of those. Nothing crazy. 
It's never going to be worth what you buy it, but if, but if it hits the fan one day, you know, you got a gold nugget. You got an ounce, two ounces of gold that can get you in a rainy day situation, can help you out. You know, when you have your paycheck, your two weeks you get paid, I hope you have a separate bank account that you send money to that you don't touch. It doesn't need to be a lot. Two, you know, 50 bucks a check, 100 bucks a week, 100 bucks a check, 200 a month, whatever it is, and leave it alone. You're not, you're not going to get a bunch of interest. I don't, I don't think companies, banks do interest anymore. You could put it in the stock market, but you have a potential to lose it or potential to make it, you know, gain a lot of money. But what are you, what are you doing? Are you going to be the person dependent on your job and hope you get good benefits when you retire or have to jump to Medicaid? Are you going to be somebody who lives on the $1,000 or $2,000 you get monthly from the government? Is that how you're going to spend your golden years? You know, my dad for years growing up, and it was never a sit-down conversation, he peppered this crap into my head over time. Hey, man, make sure you invest. Get out of here, bro. I'm going to bed. I'm going to the movies. I'm going to the friend's house. You got paid today. You know, pay yourself first. Leave me alone, man. I'm busy. Here I am, you know, 35, uh, 30, 35, 40 years old. I tell my kids the same thing. Put the money away. I've got money set up. He never sat down and talked to me straight up. It's the best thing to save your money. It was just... 20 years of being over there, 20, whatever, how long I lived in the house, every other day, every other week, amen, pay yourself first. Amen, don't spend that, save it. You'll need a rainy day one day. Get yourself a second account. Get your money, you know, money right. Just little crap stuck in my head over years. And my mentality now is I'm, I'm doing my best where I can take care of myself and anything extra I get from my company, from my government, would be an added benefit. It would not be something that I can... Um, that I that I need. Now that all goes with my company. If I can, I stay working, stay gainfully employed for X amount of years. That's the goal. That's that's the dream, right? You know, some people get upset. I should be getting this. I should be getting that. You should be getting up in the morning and going to your, going to your work, going to work. That's what you should be doing. You know, that's the American dream: being free to make your money, to find your job, live your life. You could reach the stars. It's not in the cards for all of us, but the, but the opportunity is there. Is your drive there? You know, life is not fair. America, opportunity is there regardless of what the media tells you, regardless of what people tell you. It is there. Here I am sitting in my garage talking in a microphone, uploading this to the internet. I don't know what the comment, the topic will be that goes viral, that, that, that shoots Steve and I into that stratosphere. It may never come. It may come tomorrow. It may come next year. I don't know. Am I going to give up? No. You know, Liam's got in his in his uh, bedroom. I think a quote from his other Kevin Durant or 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 uh, I think it's Kevin Durant or Wayne Gretzky. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So you're I'm guaranteed to to not reach the stars if I do nothing. But if I put forth the effort, anything is possible. You know, what's my niche? What's my thing? What what do I have from my life that I can share to other people? I don't know. Right now, it's three topics, family, sports, and life. We'll spin the wheel another day. You know, we'll get the cameras back up in here. But that's it. Life is not fair. No, it's not written anywhere. But what are you going to do with your life? Are you going to devote it to God? Devote it to your family? Devote it to cars? Teaching? You know, philanthropy? The environment? What are you going to do? How are you going to give your life meaning? That's a question for you individually. But if someone does their life that has a lot that best suits them that you don't agree with, shut your face. Nobody wants to hear it. You know, I'm not telling Steve his religion stuff is weird, only when we talk about it. But who am I to get to tell him he's wrong? He doesn't tell me I'm wrong. He feels I should be living my life based on the church. I don't believe that. Hey, we move on. The people out here who want to save the sea turtles. That's, that's a noble cause. You're screwing me on these disgusting paper straws. I don't like that. I'm not particularly fond of the turtles causing me to drink out of a paper straw. But if your life, you feel you got to do something to clean up the oceans, go for it. But don't screw the rest of us. Put more trash cans out. Put more awareness to people. Don't piss us off on making us drink paper from paper straws. Come on, man. 
You know, whatever you do, do your best at it. You have one life to live, and that is it. No regrets. If you've seen We're the Millers, no regret, no, no regrets. He's been misspelled on his chest. And no regrets. Yeah, regrets. That's what it is. Regrets. He spelled it regrets. No regrets. Come on. You have one life. Kick ass at it. Do your best. Help those around you. Don't be crappy to people because you don't, you disagree with them. Who the hell are you to judge on somebody else? Now, when no one's around, obviously, we all pass judgment on people. It's human nature. But don't be a jerk about it. You know what I mean? Like, don't try to belittle someone just because you don't agree or you don't understand. Again, life. It's precious. It's fleeting. One day, you won't know that you're dead. You only know that you're alive. Okay? Do your best. Help your family. Help your friends. Future, invest for your family, for your kids, for yourself. So again, the life topic was about future, about investing, money, get some dividend stocks, set three to get a quarterly payout, all different months, all different quarters, so you get a monthly payout from three separate stocks, and then from there, add another stock with a different dividend, like you know, double up on some dividends, on some stocks. Save your money. Get a separate bank account. You know, bust your butt at work. Try to get promoted. Try to stay employed. Don't knock other people. You have one life to live. So, so that's our life. Our life is about money, our topic today. It's about money. It's about your future, about investing, about your job. You spend 40 plus hours a week there. Don't hate it. You don't got to love it, but you can't hate it. One life to live. You know, make it count. Our second topic, that was our third topic was life. Our second topic was sports. Kyler Murray, his deal, players and the money they make. It's craziness, but you've got to overpay for your guy because somebody else will. And then number one is family. Again, my Aunt Vicky, we found, she found us on Ancestry, found me on Ancestry two years ago on July 20th. July 21st, they all, my, my aunts and uncles and new aunt all started talking. And we've been going ever since. It's a, grand, it's a fantastic addition to the family. It ended up being a very positive thing. Everybody's happy or everybody that matters is happy to me anyway. It's a great feeling. So that's our show, episode 91. Happy Friday. Have a great weekend on the socials, YouTube, um, Rumble. Look at those videos. Subscribe, guys. Please, come on. Hit the subscribe button. Watch the videos. It's entertaining. Share them. The videos are clips. Easy, easy to share. Easy to watch. The podcast always comes first. Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio. We're everywhere. Play us. Share us. The social media at N underscore discourse, Gitter, Twitter, Instagram, Truth Social, uh, Facebook. That's it. Have a great weekend. Talk to you guys soon.